welcome back to another episode of Splitting Sagittarius. I'm back, it's AM, and today I'm bringing on Adam. He is a Sagittarius, and he is a December one, which is lame, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, December Sagittarius are definitely the best. I know what you're talking about. Um, crazy. Actually, but, like, most but, of my family's December Sagittariuses. I'm, like, the only November one. So you're the eyeball out there. I so, know. Um, I know. And then the yeah. one Gemini. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. But Sagittarius, where it's at, especially December ones, so. <laughs> Big energy on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. All that great stuff. Okay, well, today's topic... <laughs> is the well-awaited throughout my friend group that I've already told what the topic was for this week is why women should come first. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going to start it off with a little story time of something that happened just today. (laughs) Because why shouldn't I? Yeah, let's just cut to the chase. So, I went to meet up with a homie, um, and did not leave with, like, any sort of outcome, basically, on my end. Like, he had an outcome, and I did not, and I was just like, this was a waste of my time. Like, because, like, for us getting ready, like, we do different things. Like, um, me, I have this, like, no effort look that I do where it's kind of like I have like that messy hair with that no makeup makeup look and it looks good like I called one of my friends on the way um back to my apartment and was telling them about what happened and they were like damn you look gorgeous though and I was just like right thank you this is the look it looks like I didn't put in effort but I did, and but you can't know that because you don't get to know that. You don't get to know that I put in effort for this. Stand out. Like, it's just, it's like I'm trying, but I'm not trying. Yeah. But there's like a, a sexy savage type thing in the middle there, so it, it kind yeah, of Yeah, it's like, it looks like, oh shit, did she, like, does she not care? But damn, she looks good at the same time. It's kind of like the you don't know kind of thing, you know? little wet hair uh, I think that goes a long way with guys maybe hmm? like the little the wet hair slight makeup it's like yeah she cleaned up a little bit like she's it's like first day of school but it's not too much yeah it's like not over the top but anyway so like you know I'm going throughout my whole like little routine and then I like go and I was just like <laughs> why why did i do all of this right hmm. so how did it turn out the better question like i mean like okay listen this dude is hot this dude is gotcha. fine like the girls have all seen him and they're like like even some of my guy friends have seen him and everyone is like this dude is fine <laughs> like okay, okay. <laughs> so like and I mean granted like 
this wasn't like really a planned thing. This wasn't like a planned thing. It just was kind of a like he happened to be coming to town and so it kind of like we talked about it and then we met up and um it was what it was. But it wasn't great, but I would still I would still knowing me probably hook up with him again because I was like, okay, well maybe if like we're actually like back at my place, like at my apartment, you know, whatever, like it'll be better. Um because I mean, I'm not going to lie, like we basically just had a car sex and it was very high school, but it is what it is. So, okay. So it seems like it's kind of spontaneous, which there's a level of excitement with spontaneous. I think uh, without kind of segueing to me for next, I think we can kind of we kind of get the whole picture of spontaneous thing. Yeah. Uh, but on a scale of one to ten, I guess how are you ranking the experience? I think that's the most important thing. I mean. I, to be honest, today was a waste of my time. But, like, okay. but, but, it was in a car. He is fine as hell. He's, like, like, it's not, it's not like me and him are friends. Like, right. like, we know what our relationship is, and our relationship is sex, and that's it. So, it's, like, so- and I mean, this was like one of our first times like getting together, so it's like I don't really have a basis to go off of this of. So like, it's like, do I give it another chance when we can actually just like it's not like that? Like I get, well, it's also like I feel for women at least, it's always better like after maybe like the fifth or sixth time. Which is still bullshit because it's like, damn, we put in all this effort and we don't really reap any benefits until later, like a return on investment until later. Okay, so when, my rebuttal to that would be very, very much different from the male perspective. And it just kind of depends on the scenario. So, like, just based on you guys' situation, you guys are just like, if I have casual fling thing um so is there anybody really putting any money towards how this thing is going like you guys didn't go out on a date or anything like that so the expectation is like you just kind of get what you get it's like you're not nobody really invested any monetary time well monetary value into it so it's like well i guess from a guy perspective it's like well i got the smash the girl was like well i didn't come well it's like kind of getting straight for it's like you wanted both but but if this thing is like but if the relationship is to have sex because of it's fun and it feels good like why why would you have a relationship that is sex if you're not going to reap any benefits from it like that doesn't make any fucking sense i understand that um i think it kind of just a layer kind of uh, scenario so obviously without kind of giving away too much we've talked about my personal experience recently uh, over the weekend and you were like okay the girl didn't come and I was like well she got what she paid for 
and she didn't pay for anything. Yeah, but you um, invested money into this. Exactly. So that was my point. Like, for guys, like, when we're interested in a girl or there's, I guess, some interest to an extent, um, especially when it comes to dating, even though me and this girl aren't dating or anything like that, we're just really good friends. Uh, when you're going on a date, men are required or expected to pay for everything. Uh, so on the back end, I will say a as a general, like, that is true. I will say as a general, that is true. I wouldn't say for every single case, but I will say for a general. Right. Like a lot of kind of like, I guess, older guys and, and some guys my age or our age still, but like the expectations like, okay, well, if I pay for this, then you know, my return on my investment is possibly having sex. And some girls are like, well, I'm not down for that. And I completely understand. That's fine. But at the same time, girls want it all. And I guess you really can't have it all. Like, you know, I think that's the narrative uh, that's out there nowadays, especially with women. They're like, yeah, I want a guy that makes this amount of money. He has the longest dick. He has this. He has that. And the reality is, it's like, you don't get all that. You might get a good-looking guy. He may give you average sex. You might not come all the time. But that's just life. <laughs> you know? So that's just kind of my opinion I on it. I don't oh. agree with that. I, I don't know anyone personally that I know of. Okay, like... I. Maybe I do know people, but I don't know personally anyone who's like, I want someone who's perfect because we all, like, I feel like our generation is so very good about being like, we're very human. Like, we understand these things. And like, yeah, like, don't get us wrong. Like, everyone has this ideal image of what they want, but I feel like we're very good at understanding these things. I, I agree and disagree. Um, I think on the male perspective, I think it's kind of more that way with certain parts of the female population. That I feel like it just depends ethnic wise and just racial and background and obviously the area of people you're dealing with. I think that perception is skewed. Um, and I'm not going to speak for every female because definitely every female is not like that, but I think. The more we've evolved just as a society, I think people just think they can have it all from guys to girls. I think some guys are like, you know, I can be this, I can do that, and it's kind of the American dream. And then the female is just like, you know, my guy should be making a minimum X amount of dollars. He's got to come home and he's got to put down the pipe every time. We got to be buying Chanel, Gucci, this, that, and the other, and we got to be going to like Nobu every night to eat. And it's like a very fairy tale thing of which kind of our generation grew up on, which is like, you know, the high school musical, Cinderella aspect of it. But in the real life is you get you might get some average pussy, you get average daycare there, maybe above average, depending on who you're dealing with. And, you know, you live happily ever after. That's kinda of how it works. <laughs> no, for sure. But I don't I've never been with a guy where he didn't come never been with a guy where he didn't come and yet somehow somehow almost never come with a male okay and i guess i understand that too um and from the female perspective or just the perspective in general it's just 
it generally takes longer for you guys to come, whether or not you guys are like super attracted to the person or not. Um, okay, so then go ahead and give us head and make us come and then do what you gotta do. Like, that's fine. And I get where your stance is. I already know where your stance is. I'm just saying, if you, but it's like, why, why the fuck shouldn't we? come first when we put this time and effort in to get not shit back like I mean it's like if we're gonna like in especially in the instance where like I'm not saying like you're going out on a date and um you like they paid for all this and then you want to like go and have like um um, and you know, like you're really not interested in them, but you're like, whatever, I'll get a free meal and get to come. And like, I'm not saying that, like, those people mainly don't deserve to, <laughs> but I'm just saying, okay. But what's so run the same accord then, you know, but you, you just, don't always get it all, yeah. From that but I'm just saying, like, if you have a situation, if you have a friends with benefits situation, or you are in a relationship, and like in this part of the relationship no matter what the real deal is is about sex then it should be about mutual pleasure again i agree and disagree um i feel like it just depends on the relationship between the two and this is kind of where we get a little bit more i guess somewhat in depth because it's like for me I value my first kiss more than I value, I guess, who I had sex first. And I guess it may be like the Hollywood fantasy type ordeal, which is a completely different, you know, narrative. But we've kind of talked about it a little bit. It's just like, you know, I feel like kissing is very more intimate. Uh, I do too. I definitely just- do too. I agree with you there. I feel like because I'm one of that pe- those people where it's like if I may actually like catch feelings for you and I don't want to I won't kiss you because if I do then there's more likelihood then I'll um uh like fall for you than if I just have sex with you right so like the follow-up to that is just I guess where I was going with that is you know it just really depends on a lot of different narratives like obviously guys come quicker and and sex is is meant to be like a long thing so my perspective is like if you're a girl you need to be kind of like you need to be ready to get off like quick because guys you know they ain't lasting like there's some guys that can last for a while okay but like Uh, we're we're counting in foreplay into this okay well if you're counting foreplay into this then we're i mean it's a like i'm not just talking penetration i'm talking like the whole shebang like like for me um to me, like if we're not dating, I don't think the, you don't. I don't think you should get it all. And I think that's where a lot of guys and girls just like you know they give their entire thing because they kind of want, I guess, not a better experience. But it's like you have to say something for your partner once you have one. Like I can give you good dick and we can kiss and everything like that, but maybe I'm just saving my head game for the girl I really want to be with. Like if there's no. So you're talking about sexually up, though. Be- then. Yeah, yeah. Because, sure. because I feel like 
like for females like it's not the same where we're like okay sex is sex I won't give you my like caring aspects of my personality like I'm not gonna do girlfriend and wifey shit for you if we're just having sex but sex is sex and sex should be sex like I don't feel like there should be aspects of that you withhold I mean of course of course like some people are into things that some people aren't and like that can be a thing too and you should have that discussion and be open and honest and be like aware of your expectations and your like hard nose and everything like that like don't get me wrong yeah I just think like if think if like but like also like if that's being said like okay so you should say that like like you should be like hey that's too intimate for me in this relationship that we have so if you're so if but if you don't have that conversation and i'm like why the fuck aren't you getting me off and you're just like well i don't like okay then bye like like i'm not wasting my time right for sure Um, because there's no benefit for me yeah that is true that is a very valid point um i think guys kind of like i said and we had this conversation off off camera it's just like i think some guys a lot of guys can kind of weasel their way out of a lot of stuff yeah they really fucking can it's some bullshit too but females on the same way can too depending on your sexual marketplace value so like if you look really good you know if you have trash head you know i might overlook it because you look really good and guys on the same hand they're like well she or vice versa however you want to look at it like the girl might be like well the guy makes a lot of money it's kind of small but something makes up for it so like uh, it's a trade-off you know um, which kind of goes back to the original point. It's like, well, you can't really have it all. But just for the context of what we're talking about, um, I'd say that... But I feel like you're trying to bring in relationships and outside things into this. I'm just talking about sex. Well, yeah, and, and from that point, that's all I was going to get to. It's just like, there needs to be a conversation ahead of time. It's like, you know, unless it's just spontaneous, which even then, it's like something kind of go out the window. It's like, what you expect as far as like if we do hook up it's like are we both giving head are we both having but that's also one of the things i said i was like yeah i don't mind meeting you someplace um because originally he was just gonna come to my place and then um but then like it was just like was further distance and with traffic around here like it was just like it wasn't gonna work out so i was like yeah i don't mind meeting you someplace but like I'm not driving all the way over there to, like, not fucking get off. And then that's exactly what happened. And so I was just like, bro, what the fuck? That is very, that's a very valid point, too. Um, But I feel like that should be an expectation. Like, it's like, like, I feel like going into sex, your expectation should be to both get off. I, I do agree with that. Um, it should be. And that's, that's the premise. It's like, you should. But does it happen all the time? No. And even if, like, these celebrity couples, like, um, who was it? Uh, 
DJ Envy, who's on The Breakfast Club, his wife just came out, and she said after 10 years that she's been faking it the entire time, and she's never come. So you have females out here who so stop. never really So we need to, as females, stop fucking faking it. We are too damn grown to keep faking this and lying to these men because they don't know how to get us off because we keep telling them that they're doing it and they're not. But that's the thing, though. She accepted it because she's got a high-value man, though. And that's the trade-off. She's like, well, I won't cheat. I'll have sex with him and we have kids together. But I'm not really getting the sexual gratification that I thought I should get, which kind of goes back to it's like, well, you don't get it all. Now, they're married, which is a little bit different, obviously, so we won't really touch on that too much. But for the context of just, you know, hooking up and things like that, there needs to be a conversation ahead of time. Like, on my end, like I said, if we're not, like, if I'm not serious about, like, entertaining you as a girlfriend or wife, you're not getting hit. It's just, like, the kiss thing. It's, like, it's more sacred. You're not really getting everything. So, you know, I think people should be honest and upfront from the jump. Uh, in my situation more recently, we had discussed it. I never said it was going to, like, happen for sure. And it just really depends on the mood, too. It's, like, you know. I can't be mad at girls that don't give head. You know, I understand that. It's a, it's a thing. Now, do I, do I prefer it? Yeah, sure. But I mean, if they're like, hey, we're just cool. You're not, you're not getting the whole package. That's fine. You know, it, it just is what it is. So there definitely needs to be a conversation beforehand, um, especially for women who generally take longer to come than guys. But girls should also understand guys come relatively like in a five to ten minute window so you need to kind of you know have the expectation like yeah i need to be ready to get off in that period of time uh, yeah but i feel like but it's like most of us don't get off most females do not get off with penetration alone anyway so it's like okay so like try like women should be like okay i'm getting off first in the foreplay And, and that's if there's foreplay there too, because you which know, is bullshit. Kind of there like should always be foreplay. There should always be foreplay. I don't give a fuck. Well, I think that's kind of where kinks and fetishes come in too. Sometimes, uh, you know, and that's kind of knowing your partner, whether you guys are just like cool playing partners, or you got, or you're like more sexual, like you know, you guys are, or more relationship. Uh, excuse me. So I think that's kind of where it plays into because if you know somebody what they really like, you can kind of cater to that and the experience is better. Like if you guys know ahead of time, but you're just having like, you know, quickie sex or whatever and somebody's not coming, then your expectations really can't be that high if you guys didn't like plan it out and really, you know, give your effort on both ends. It's like, okay, I know she likes this. I know he likes that. So if, I want to maximize his experience and get the best out of him or get the best out of her, then I should do X, Y, and Z in order to make the experience uh, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, whatever. I saw uh, this um, I saw this girl on TikTok she, or um, someone had posted about how this girl had like a journal in her bathroom like under the magazines it was under like one or two magazines so it was kind of easy to find where she wrote down like had a log about if like it was good and had like notes and dated it 
Right. Like, dated the different times. So it's like, okay, um, Joshua from 4-5 was really good, but Joshua on 4-12 was not great. Right. And so, like, so it was like, um, and so it was like they could, like, if they, like, went to the bathroom, like, it was like, hidden but not really so it was like um so if they look through it like they could see their notes that's wild uh, and i'm uh, about to start doing that shit i promise you i think that's kind of okay and i want to equate that to um like i said uh i think we've talked about a little bit i don't know how familiar you are with the guy but kevin samuels uh mm-hmm. guys a image consultant that's on youtube does a lot of uh rankings and comparisons with women and men um just to kind of give people an idea of what they're bringing to the table to relationships and things like that and i think that's okay like in the context of sex it's like hey let me write down what this guy's good at what he's not if he's not narcissistic and he can take criticism it's like hey this sexual experience was a six out of ten this is what it could have been um obviously there's certain things you can't fix you can't fix how big your dick is i mean you can fix your body size you could probably fix how you eat pussy, you know, and the foreplay aspect and things like that. There's things you can fix. There's things you can't fix. But I think if you're dealing with somebody that's truly invested in the whole how they look on the experience side, it's not bad to rank people. It's like, hey. I like you know? guys who ask. Personal. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like, and kind of just back to my experience, like, I did ask the girl how it was right then in the moment. And she was like, nine out of ten, she was like, you know, it's the best sexual experience I've ever had. And then um, she and talked to me later. And she talked to you, and she was just like, well, you know, it was good, it was cool, but, you know, I didn't come. And yeah, I was she like, was well. not honest with you. I mean, she was, and she wasn't. I mean, when she was getting fucked, you know, sounded pretty honest to me. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think we go for an hour and a half having sex, and it's like, I think somewhere along that time, you're like, oh, well, maybe we should stop. And it's not because I wasn't putting it down. It's just like she wasn't getting everything out of what she thought she was going to be getting. And, you know, there's some gray area there. Um, not saying I didn't think about it, but at the same time, there has to be, for me, a level of attraction that, you know, I want to do that. Because it's very, giving head is a very submissive act. And you have to be willing to submit to your partner, uh, unless you're just a pleaser. Uh, me, I am that way, but there, like I said, there has to be a physical attraction to the point where it's like, I want to please you. Um, and so with her, great person, you know, great personality, everything like that. But at the end of the day, I don't see her as me being submissive to her in any form or fashion. Unless you kind of have that switch personality, then, you know, we may be talking about something different. But mm-hmm. for the context of um, what I was getting, that's just kind of what she got. And in my personal appearance, uh, experience, or however you want to put that, she had a good time. Could it have been better? Yes. I had a good time. Could it have been better? Yes. But that's just what you get. We're humans. <laughs> okay, but, like, here with the um, guy from earlier, like... <laughs> He talked a big game, and I get it. As a guy, you want to sell yourself. I get that. Like For it's sure. like it's like a resume. Like especially when you're talking up your game, I completely understand that. However, 
this dude was like, I bet you I can, I can make you come four times. And here we are, so. Um, well, that's the whole, that's the running game thing. Like, you know, guys are just, some guys are slicker with their words. Um, I call it verbal judo. Um, I think it's pretty fire. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's an aspect to hyping things up. It's like, it's like an actor. It's like, if you can act really good, then, yeah, we'll hire, we'll hire you for this play. Now, your performance, obviously, you know, it depends, but you have potential with your words. Uh, so, I know that kind of sucks for the women out there that are like, this guy is an asshole. But that's what guys do. You know, there's a lot of guys that underperform, but they give the they give the performance of their lifetime when they're getting a job, but they don't perform in the movie, if that makes sense. So, um, one of my friends texted me and, you know, he's a male also, and he was like, yeah, I made, I used to make sure I, um, did that for my ex every single time, but he was like, but it also takes a lot of time to get to know your partner and comfortably, and also, like, having feelings for them, and caring about how they're feeling in the moment and like with a one night stand he doesn't think that's like as plausible and I'm in like I get where he's coming from yeah sex is usually better like after a while especially for a woman but at the same time it's like if like I get it like sometimes you put in the effort and it just doesn't happen yet like you just don't know their body I am not saying that I'm saying you should be trying. Right, yeah, yeah, Um, I, I agree with you. Um, it's, it's kind of like a cash ranger situation, you know, because sometimes the best sex is when it's not planned. Um, and that's generally mm-hmm. when kids that are involved. Uh, <laughs> when, when, when later down the line, and now I'm much like, hey, here's Junior, off that sexual experience that we had on that fling, is never like, we had planned sex, and then we had these beautiful children. It's like we had these spontaneous kids that this little parking lot hookup where we fucked like 30 minutes or actually 10 minutes on your lunch break. That's why we're that's why we're together now, and we have the kids. So I think it's just you know it's definitely a situational thing, uh, and that's granted everybody's different, but I think that's definitely funny, and I agree. Okay, but, um, have you heard of the orgasm gap? I have, I have, and I have, I don't know, like, the specifics or anything like that, so please enlighten me. So, I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head. I could pull them up real quick, but, like, briefly what the overview is, is that men, or women who are sleeping with men only, um come like 30 something percent of the time whereas women sleeping with women come about like 80 percent of the time that makes sense um i think it's easier for people that you know date the same sex to understand what that person or what that gender wants um, you know, like for guys, like I said, I can't speak because I've never had a guy with guy experience. I'm not gay, but I know from guy to guy, we all pretty much have the same standard. We know, like, okay, if you 
sucking dick this way and you give me the Glock, Glock whatever, 9,000 with the extra spit, nine times out of 10, most guys are probably going to come. That's just what that is. Uh, and girls know if you bet the quit, you do this, you finger a little bit here and there, you know that you can probably get the girl to come rather quickly. It's just kind of knowing um, the gender. It's like, okay, well, this is the most sensitive area, and I know this is where I can get the most significant response out of, out of this gender generally. Um, so it kind of makes sense numerically. It sounds amazing to have sex as a male. Oh, it is awesome. <laughs> I can't. And I, and I tell my female friends this all the time, like, you know, you guys got the shit in on the stick. Like, we really you know, like having a dick is the best thing in, in American, in any, in any history. In American history? <laughs> in American history, it's, it's the best thing ever. Like, you know, and shout out to all the guys that are watching this podcast that are putting it down um, with their significant others or their flings, uh, because I know the girls out there appreciate it, and it's just lit, like, you know, you're a different level of guy, but <laughs> anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's definitely not, like, the preferred. Well, I agree, and, I mean, you know, I don't get me wrong, like, I love being a woman, like, I would, I personally would not want to be a man, just me, like, but, um, like, although, like, from a having sex standpoint, it does seem, like, more appealing well see that's the thing and so you see it more i feel like in pornography and i think the more that only fans that website and you know the fetish culture and kink culture is like more in tune um i think you kind of see an evolution of like i said the switch personalities between men and women where women they kind of want to they're like hey i kind of want to see what it's like to have sex you know with the strap on or whatever like that they want to get in their masculine energy. And I could see why. Um, because that shit is legit the best thing ever. Like, guys that, you know, as long as you got a formidable dick and you're fucking, it's, it's pretty great. Like, so I see why people want to clapping cheeks. <laughs> yeah. They want to clap cheeks. Um, now, obviously, that depends on the guy. You know, a lot of guys are like, oh, that's gay as hell. And I can understand that. You know, if you come from a certain background or perspective, you know, you getting smashed by your girl, that's not the most manly thing. Uh, but you have to be comfortable in your sexuality. Um, but I think that that's the honest conversation that people need to have without having, like, stereotypes. But then at the same time, I think if the relationship goes bad, you don't want to be the guy hanging out with your ex, uh, with your other friends, and, like, y'all get in an argument, and she's like, well, that's why I fucked you with the strap on, you punk-ass motherfucker. Like... That's like a, you can't come back from that. Like, what do you say as a guy in front of a group of other guys? You like, so your girl fucking you with a strap on? It's like, <laughs> that's like, that's like the least manly thing that you need to hear from an ex. So, yeah, it just, it kind of depends. Like, some people are vengeful like that. I mean, like I said, I've had sex with some girls and their, their pussy wasn't the best, you know, um, and I'm not gonna go out there and like really trash them to like a whole bunch of other guys. No, exactly. Like, yeah. We do not. We do not name drop ever. Right. So aliases I mean, always. 
it's a comfortable thing for like females have to like you can't have that eventual attitude even if things go wrong and guys are the same guys are the same way you can't be like oh that bitch pussy was trash you know just you can't like you can't shame people for having kinks and fetishes or whatever like that when things go awry which is why people generally don't open up all the way about uh things that they're interested in sexually so it's a something well one actually um one thing that i did like um or i do like is when people are like yes i like this or like with the whole like um people being like open about their expectations and um everything like that like i like when people are like yeah when you did this it was cool and like being able to have that honest feedback and shit like that like just like being like hey this was cool like um or whatever or like hey i wasn't super into that per se or but one of like a complaint that i've heard most often from females um about other guys is they're quiet during sex they're so quiet and i'm i'm confused a little bit about that too because it's like because I've been with some guys that are a little bit more vocal and I'm like and like don't get me wrong if you trying to if you trying to get off and like and like they're doing too much then you might just be like please shut up <laughs> but yeah. for the most part for the most part like it's kind of hot like it's a little bit hot and y'all feel the same and I we know that y'all feel the same so it's kind of like why would we not feel the same uh, in that aspect i mean like don't get me wrong like too much from a guy is a, is a little bit much for me now if you're into that that's cool for you but for me personally too much is too much but that is one of the biggest complaints that i hear from females about guys is like that they don't make any sound at all okay well my answer for you would be i i agree with you i think it does make the sexual experience better um I think the caveat to that would be it's just like if you're really enjoying yourself as a guy and it's like okay maybe you do find this more attractive and you're overboard and you don't know it then obviously the female can get turned off and she's just like okay you're doing too much so you kind of have to find the right happy medium so everybody's happy but if you're not doing enough you know making noise uh, you know you kind of get complaints there too but you know if if you're in a hotel room <laughs> and the girl's making the noise and let's say the people next door are staying next to you they want to be like oh yeah that guy was putting that shit down on that girl last night they don't want to be like I don't know it sounded like he was getting fucked instead of her <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he was maybe he was and there's nothing maybe Sandra that, was going in on Sam <laughs> That is, that is, it can be further from the truth. And I agree with you. I think it comes down to a masculinity thing. I think some guys, they don't like the idea of being emasculated or demasculated, however that term is. Um, I think there's a way that you can do it that's masculine. I think. I agree with you. I do. I just think, like, you know, from a male perspective, like, general male perspective, and I could be wrong, you know, but I just think from my experience with talking with my friends and other groups of people having sex uh, that could be a very formidable issue that people overlook well girls overlook and guys and guys have these conversations and they're like man i ain't letting this girl have me out here looking like a punk 
And that's the funny thing. It's like, because we're very, we're in a very matriarchy, patriarchy society where it's like the rise of feminism is definitely up. And traditionally, guys aren't used to dealing with feminism, um, especially when it comes to the workplace. Now, sex and a lot of other aspects. So it's definitely an adjustment period for sure. Mm -hmm. Because there was one guy that I was with and it like the first time we were together and no he didn't get me off it he was like really sweet about it like afterwards he was just like hey um like are you good like shit like that because it was kind of just like a went over there had sex and then dipped basically situation yeah. um and i mean like he had roommates and stuff too so like i mean it just it just made sense like in and out type of situation but me and him were friends too so like you know it's more like we don't really care about each other in that aspect but it's like you know it's like hey did you have fun or stuff right. and like i was just like yeah i had fun and i just left it at that because i was just like you know what that was our first time together i could see that he was trying we don't need to add that in like he knows yeah yeah I agree. Um, I don't know, something I was just thinking about, too, is just, like, from sexual experiences, like, I guess with the one-night stand type thing, it's like, on a one-night stand, should you expect the full, the full aspect of somebody as far as sexual, the sexual experience? Um, I know we kind of touched on that earlier in the podcast, but I definitely kind of forgot to add on to that conversation. Like, should a girl expect to get head to come um, from every guy she has, whatever a one night stand was. Should a girl expect to get head at every single time? Yeah. Um. On a on a one night stand. On. A, I would say. N no, but. But I feel like that also depends on the situation oh on a one night stand anyway because i was like is it a quickie is it this is it that but it's like but i mean like that's also like you kind of know at that point it's like hey we only have 10 minutes we gotta hook up and get out like you know you're not gonna come okay that's, you that's... know like it's kind of like but if it's like hey like do you want to hook up with me? Do you want to come back to my place? Da, 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 da. Then, like, you came home from a bar drunk and whatever. Um, then it's like, okay, like, we actually left the place where I was with my friends. I was doing whatever to come spend time with you. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should get head. Like, first of all, you could kidnap me. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that that definitely makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to get that question out and kind of get that answered just for the guys out there and even for myself, um, just because of the conversation. Uh, the most I dangerous did, like, conversation. Not every person likes to give head. <laughs> I feel like, for me, that's almost a deal breaker at this point. I agree, I do. And like I said, although I'm not somebody that just like gives head to like every female I'm having, sexual intercourse with um i could definitely understand why it's a deal breaker because on my end if a girl if i was in a relationship with somebody and they weren't giving me head i'd probably be like you know this ain't gonna work out um you know just because that's generally what people want you know 
unless you just have a person that's on one end of the spectrum that's just super submissive or super dominant. And in that case, they may be like, well, I'm okay with not having, you know, getting, you know, um, head every time. Or um, it doesn't matter if I get hit. As long as we're having some type of sexual experience, it doesn't really matter. There's people out there like that, and I don't think people understand that. But I think for the general, most people, people are like, yeah, it's a deal breaker. You know, either get hit and we stay together, or you don't get hit and you find somebody else. Like, But us staying in the South, especially in Georgia, we are, I guess by the statistics, there's a lot of STDs around. So yeah, there that are. Raises... There are so many. Please, so please, that... if you are in this state, <laughs> ask when the last time they were checked was. Just ask. Shout out to. And if they get the heated audience. about that, if they get heated about you asking when the last time they got checked was, or if they knowingly have an STD, then do not fucking sleep with them. Facts. That is a very very good point um and that's where i think i kind of wanted to segue into as well um it's just like i'm not out here giving head to every female i'm having sex with because because i can't put a condom on my tongue and my lips you know if i get some shit from you and i got the bubble lip now i gotta go to work and explain while i'm over here having sex with the chick that's getting raw dog by half the community i'm dead um, i'm dead so <laughs> That and I know it sounds kind of cheesy. It's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? But at the same time, it's like, I can't hide that I got whatever the fuck on my lip from you. And some girls aren't always forthcoming. I know guys aren't forthcoming about as much sex that they have all the time, especially when they're trying to they're trying to get with the girl that maybe they've been trying to do it for a while. They're like, yeah, I've only had sex with like two or three girls. You know, I'm very passionate. You know, whatever. Because um, people lie about that shit. But no, you know, facts, facts. However, I feel like that is a good conversation to have. Like, it's between the last time you got checked and now, how many partners have you had? Like, I don't feel Thanks. like that's that like. I feel like these are adult conversations, and if you are uncomfortable having them, then you, I'm not sleeping with you. I think that that is a like I said that is a very good point, and I think we're on the same. Um, agreement level with that i would say another reason why i'm selective with certain people to get there is because if i already know your history of having sex i'm not like if i know that you're having casual sex all the time i'm not eating your pussy i'm sorry for all the females out there you know that think that is happening for me it ain't happening i'm sorry no that's fair that's fair i agree if you're out here if you're out here having sex you know one night stands all the time like you're not about to do me like that because first of all like if we're in college or something like that and the word gets out oh you're giving this girl head well it's like i just fucked her last week that doesn't make me feel good like that doesn't make me want to yeah like that's that's kind of like very cuckoldish to a degree it's like why does body count matter because you can't change that now I'm not going around sleeping with a different person every week, like personally. Right. Like, like my body count is probably lower than the average of my age group, but I also kept um, people around for a long time. Like, I just like kept my friends with benefits for a very long time, just me personally. That's how I did that. Now, not everyone is the same, 
and like you can't go back and change that but it's like I don't like I don't know to like if you're like fucking different people like every single weekend then yeah like that's maybe a concern like probably should be a concern but like if it's like hey yeah I've had 20 partners in my whole entire life like okay and the other person's like okay I've only had seven like that probably shouldn't be a big big deal that that is a definitely um I agree 100 percent um and just kind of add on to that it's like you're not gonna and obviously I want people to be honest about it but it's like if I'm not courting you as potentially dating or marrying you and you want me to give you head and I know that your body count's high it's very unlikely that you're gonna get head from me um especially if other guys aren't giving you head and you're just having sex out here like I don't want to be a part of the resume where it's like oh yeah I made this dude give me head literally because he know I'm out here fucking all these other guys like and if you're a guy and you know that that girl is like that and you're out here just giving head, you're kind of kind of a hoe. <laughs> so I'm gonna just kind of put it out there, like it goes the same way. Like if you know, like there needs to be some standard in having sex. Like I, I think there should be. Um, girls that like, know I'm that I'm not here hope. to slut shame anyone. Like if you do you, um, if you wanna, if you, like you can't change what you've done. And if you don't want to, that's your prerogative, 100%. For sure. And I do agree. I just think for the context of, like, I guess for people For you, are, in your opinion. I mean, there needs to be some kind of checks and balances in a way because I think it kind of protects people from having, you know. Now, if you had, like, 20 sexual partners in the past and you're more selective now, that's different. But if you're still in that phase of, like, you know, I'm just living for experiences that needs to be addressed when you have you're having casual sex with somebody because I mean, if you're not getting regularly checked and I catch yeah. something from you yeah. I'm going to be pissed off that you didn't tell me because you were too embarrassed to be like hey this is what I'm doing this is what I'm not well how about um, and, the fact that um um oh my goodness I cannot think of the name right now but there is a um STI why can I not think of the name that um is a silent carrier by a man like women if we get tested it can show that we have it but if but there is not actually a test for you guys gotcha i'd have to do more research into that like i don't not i'm not the like name an expert of it right now for whatever reason and someone's gonna listen to this and be like girl it's and i'm gonna be like dang it <laughs> but yeah so like um so like that's something but like most that that one and i know this because i did research on it back in um college was like it usually goes away like within a few weeks i think i think um, is it no it's not chlamydia um like it goes away on its own like you don't need antibiotics oh, it's um gotcha. hiv not HIV, not HIV. Oh, oh HPV, oh. HPV, HPV, okay. HPV. Okay, I was about to say, Maddie Johnson said I can't get rid of that shit. Did you <laughs> see? Did you see the look on my face? I was yeah, like, no. Nope. Like, no, no, it's no, that HPV. ain't it. That's not the one. <laughs> uh, my, I backtracked one. so hard. That, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dyslexic in my thoughts. <laughs> Hey, it, it's 
slide that from down so oh, that is so <laughs> bad is. i'm so sorry yeah it, hpv um is men are silent carriers of it so um i mean like but i did not know that until like halfway through college when i was told that in a class um and that in like that's probably like we should learn more about stuff like that in sex education sex education classes are trash they okay they are trash but i think some parents and stuff like that are very selective what they want their kids to hear whether they should hear it or not but i mean if we're gonna do a go ahead but I feel like if you're in a public school system, that should be part of the curriculum. Like, if you don't want them to hear it, send them to a private school. Uh, yeah, I, okay, I get what you're saying. Um, that, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, on the same hand, if you're going to open that can of worms, then you need to open it all the way, and you need to be pretty... Uh, you need to explain uh, to a point because I feel like people get shamed for not knowing certain stuff, but I feel like the same people, like, you need to, if you're going to open that can of worms, you need to do the entire thing. You need to address, you know, the consequences of having sex, how much it costs to raise a kid in your selective state. Um, you need to know about the finances, how to take care of a kid. And some people don't may not agree with this, but it's like you know about kinks and fetishes, what things are. I don't know, and that's kind of like a that's a very deep topic, obviously, because there's a lot of those out there, and you know, some people be like, "Oh, mom, like they were talking about this at school," and but I think for the context of just accepting people for who they are, because we're in a society now where you know you have the LGBTQ, um, and you don't want that type of shaming, then you should kind of open up. If you're, wondering, if you're going to open up that can of worms, then you kind of have to be pretty pretty open about everything um, if you're going to have sex education at schools, in my opinion. But, no, I feel like that's fine. Personally, I feel like you should know as much as you can so that you don't walk into something that you're uncomfortable with and get yourself hurt. That, and I don't think it's okay to shame people for the things that they're interested in because yeah. I do see that a lot on social Absolutely. media. Um, whether it's, I mean, you got common things like foot fetishes, those things are super common. What's crazy to me, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What's crazy to me is people will be into stuff and then go online and shame other people for it. Well, that's the same thing with like bullies. I mean, just like from a general perspective, like, you know how that whole ordeal goes and I'm not going to get into like the whole, you know, bullying thing, but that happens all the time. Like, you know, there's a guy that may be at school that's bullying you for this, um, for having good parents, and he's doing that because he doesn't have good parents, or he has good parents, and you have good parents, so it's just like, I don't want you to have good parents, I'm going to rag on you for it, or something like, it's just very stupid, but, I mean, that's, I say that a lot on Twitter, because I think Twitter's, like, the, the main platform for sexual things that are just, like, explicit, um, that you don't see on Instagram, and you might not see on Facebook as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I see people like in, in whatever communities because I'm just kind of, I will just you know, swift through or sit through, um, you know, different stuff. And people will be like, uh, 
especially guys, guys get shitted on a lot for whatever you know they're interested in. Like I see it from girls all the time, like pretty much vanilla girls. So like, oh my god, you like this, you like that, and then like people start shaming one another. Like I saw it from like this one guy recently, and I was just like, dang, that sucks. Like he almost. Like, I think he has a kink or fetish or whatever, and he's pretty open about it online. Mm-hmm. But some group of people started shaming him for it, and he's, like, very vocal. And obviously, like, if you click on his profile, you can see the stuff he's interested in. And, like, it almost, he was like, well, so it got to my personal job, like, back at home. And, like, somebody found out about it. Like, people were taking screenshots and stuff like that, and they were trying to, like, make him feel uncomfortable. And now he was like, now I don't even feel comfortable, you know, being open about my sexual fetish or whatever like that and I think that kind of sucks it's the same thing as far as people like you know being gay or you know if they decide to be transgender or you know whatever um, or queer or however that works um, so I think that just kind of sucks that people get shamed for stuff like that it's good be tough no absolutely and don't get me wrong we could have went completely into especially this week um the Roe v. Wade uh, discussion, and I do think there's a place for that, but I do want, I did want to, especially with everything that's going on right now um, in society, really keep this podcast kind of light and fun and just kind of like, um, you know, a topic that is a little bit like um, taboo, but it's like getting less and less taboo as it goes on, and it's like, um, you know, like, there's definitely a time and a place for that, and, um, right now, I don't think anyone needs to be more stressed about anything than they are, and so it's, like, sex should be fun, like, sex should not stress you out, like, if you are being stressed out by it, then, like, maybe you don't need that person's energy in your life, maybe you need to, like, go, like, take a break or maybe just need to like get it over with and have sex and see if you like it and go from there like like I mean there's so many different things that you can do and everything and I feel like personally I still think that women should get off first or you should at least be trying to get women off first but that's my opinion and I mean I'm here for the girls Hey, shout out to all the girls up there. Um, I'm not opposed to that that doctrine um, of girls getting off first. I think it's a great feminist idea, uh, which I'm not opposed to. Like I said, I'm not opposed to, like, hey, you know, I'm all for equality when it comes to pretty much everything, honestly. Um, but I think, obviously, males and females, they fit in certain roles and categories better than others. But uh, for the the context of the biology of how sex works generally men probably come first so it makes they come quicker so for girls to get off first that, that does kind of make sense um and for the guys out there that don't think so um obviously i agree and disagree just depending on the scenario because um, it, it's obviously a, a individual basis on how things work so no uh, absolutely and i mean every vagina is different so yeah that's there's some trash was... out there Christmas <laughs> alright well this was fun thank you for joining me and we will see y'all next week I'm so sorry that it's been taking a while to get 
um, a podcast that I've had a lot going on in my personal life, but we will be coming back more frequently with this. Thanks for hanging out today.